We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, that's excellent. Lovely. How are you? Do you have your phone up to your ear? No. Oh, you can just hold it out? Yeah, you can. You can do it either way. Oh, okay. I can be taught. You can be taught? Yeah. I know. You have a master's degree. (laughs) Is that my favorite joke? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is this recording right now? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Everybody, this is Cindy, otherwise known as Hi. Mara. And this is Sister Twaint. And this is um, session two of breathe- Breathing into the Mic. Yeah. Which is our counter programming for General Conference Weekend. Um, the first. What session- was part one? What's up? What was part one? Um, Brother Kathy and Tisha. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you'll have to give that a listen. Um, Everyone, I don't know if you remember, but uh, Morag is from Scotland. From Scotland. There it is. I learned learned everything I know about the Scottish dialect. I don't think that we've talked since I went there to see my mother. Oh, you mean talk to the gentle listeners? Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember mentioning it in an episode. You were there, I believe. Yeah, and the text I sent you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I was like, when Morag or Cindy, they know you as Cindy. When Cindy told me she was going to Scotland to see her mom, I was like, why? Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. And you had been there, uh, what was a three-week trip? It was two. Two weeks. You had been there the better part of a week before I heard from you. And the text I got was simply this. Hi, my mom is nuts. And I had was- a revelation while I was there, though. Which- I had a spiritual confirmation. <laughs> Which was what? <laughs> and in keeping with conference weekend, um, <laughs> I had a revelation that at this point, my mother cannot be changed. And right. she's not going to change and she's just being who she is. And it was kind of comforting because I could just let it go. Like every time she annoyed me, which was the whole time, except for when I was sleeping, I just let it roll off. Like right. I was some kind of prophet. So, <laughs> so that is like number one. That is incredibly enlightened. Like I see, I feel like that's an incredibly enlightened approach. Number one, and number two, um, shit, I forgot number two. Oh no, number two is I don't think. I do. I think, and let me. Repeat, I think that ninety percent of our mothers are going to be the way that they are until they die. Yeah. It's true. In fact, I, I've been meditating since this um, quarantine thing. And um, I've been having like these insights about a lot of my deep seated issues are the same issues that my mother has with herself that she kind of handed over to me. 
Do you want to go into what those? Issues? Let me see. I did write it down. <laughs> I've been I've been writing notes. Oh, good for you. Really you in know. really into my own story lately. Oh, that's um, great. Let's see. Oh, one of them is that she has felt completely horrible in her own skin and has constantly battled with weight and has been on diets her whole life. And I just wonder if, if she had just accepted herself and loved herself in her body when I was younger, whether I would have the same issues that she, that she had with my own body. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So if she, I mean, if she, and, and I think that there's so much to that because we adopt so many things from our mother, our ways of thinking, our belief system, uh, because they're the one, if we identify as female, they're the person who we base everything off of. Yes. And my, and another one is my mother has constantly sought male approval and it's Mm -hmm. the only thing she kind of held any stock in and just went from one man to another man to another man. And I think that that whole philosophy kind of bled into me feeling worth by what men think of me, specifically men, even though I don't like men. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So that's another thing. Cool. (laughs) Both, both things, obviously, the second one's obviously this, but both things are so just like drowning in a bog of patriarchy. Oh my God. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, so, oh, you'll, you'll appreciate this. Mitch and I have been watching Ozark for the past few nights. Oh my God. And I just think it's really interesting how most of the men, most of the men in that show are like really not attractive and don't really, you can tell that they don't put a lot of stock into their bodies. And all of the women are beautiful and thin in that show. Mm. Mm. And um, yeah. Interesting. But I find Laura Linney so attractive. Oh my gosh. Is everyone like Laura Linney? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, like I like she's the only one in the show that I would want to get with. <laughs> and I, not not the cute little um, one that plays Ruth. Oh, she's amazing too, but a little bit on the young side, don't you think? Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, hey, I would feel a little bit weird about that, just because <laughs> she's probably less than half my age, right? Uh, in real life, I've I've looked this up because I've been um for the gentle listeners who don't know, I have been obsessively watching Ozark. I'm now watched all three seasons to completion. Um, oh, to completion. We're only on season one. Okay. Okay. Um, I have a couple things to say about it, but, um, I've been, I've been looking up the, the actors in that show. So she was born in 94, which makes her oh my God. 26. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and like, that makes her 16, but that's not right. <laughs> so 26 seems bangable to me. Don't you think? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. I mean, anything, anyone over 20, right? Okay. Younger than 20, I'd feel weird about. Because in the show, she in the first season, she's 19. Yeah. Oh, that's her true. 
That's true. But she is, she's a phenomenal actress. I think. So, um, Brother Coffee had this great comment that he was worried about me watching Ozark during the quarantine and during the anxiety, the collective anxiety we're all having uh-huh. because it's it's not an uplifting show. No, it's anxiety <laughs> inducing. Like I feel my heart palpitating the whole time while I'm watching it. Partly because of Laura Linney, but the rest because of <laughs> the rest because of anxiety. And I said to Mitch, um, I was like, oh my God, Laura Linney is just such a good, you know, just like profusely sharing my thoughts about about her and Mitch is like yeah you feel that way about every female lead (laughs) (laughs) and I was like yeah you're right (laughs) and did the conversation stop there he just was laughing at me because he knows that about me oh okay okay yeah right he knows uh, he knows the subtext there you're saying that you would like to have sex with these women yeah okay yeah, he knows that. He knows that I'm like more attracted to female genitalia than male. And does he do you guys ever talk about you like actually engaging in sex with a woman? I don't think that would go well. I have once before it didn't go well. Okay. Well, I mean people change. Yeah, that's true. I mean I think not your mom. Be, no. I think he'd be more <laughs> open to it now. I just think because yeah. he's I've thought a lot about this, clearly. I think because he's in such a stressful situation with his work right now, and because we're all in quarantine, I just am not sure if the landscape is right for broaching that topic. Of course. Totally, totally get that. Totally understand that. uh, Tell the gentle listeners what his line of work is, in case I don't know if you've mentioned it before. Um, He's in the military, and they are currently... Um, getting ready to go on a mission, not a LDS mission. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Is this, so before the pandemic, the the plan was he was headed to, Um, if you don't mind me saying. uh, Just somewhere in the Middle East. Okay. Okay. Is that still the plan? Um, Now they're getting ready. They're in emergency mode for, for going somewhere nationally actually there was this thing i guess i can be candid about it because it was on fox yesterday um oh jesus yeah so they're currently getting ready to like help out in new york and then if that doesn't work they're deploying to the middle east wow yes and so he has been working without a day off for about a month and he's in a helicopter unit but he's home right now or he, yeah yeah he's he goes out every day and then comes home at, at the end of the day because the okay. because the other sorry this is so boring um it's not so the <laughs> other little thing that they were going to do for for a month that was pushed back because of the virus because of the virus <laughs> Because of the global STI. <laughs> no, global pandemic. <laughs> That's for Josh. That is, that is I mean, Brother every Coffee. Country, every, yes. No. Oh, well, it's fine. We fucked that up a long time ago. <laughs> uh, but 
so wow okay so before he leaves though so what are that is, is it prep is there an office he goes to what what is he, he works um on the base like with the helicopters mm. and they're just oh, and cool. they um just fly over i live in daybreak now so they just fly over constantly all day long holy oh, shit yep. Where, where's the base in relation west jordan to you oh so how's your anxiety with that? I mean, even, I mean, especially with living so close and hearing the helicopters every day. Um, I'm actually, the first week was intense because <clears throat> I had to figure out how to negotiate and manage the schooling thing with the kids. Oh, but now I've, I have so much to say oh, about that. Oh, yeah. But... but now I've kind of gotten into the rhythm of it and I've become okay with them just being in front of the TV for the majority of the day or else I'd never get anything done. Right. And so I'm just kind of okay with it. And I see other people and they're doing activities with their kids all day long. And I just had to let it go. Yes. Good. Good. Because I just can't do it. And we don't have a backyard. And so that's tough for the kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is. Um, it is. But yeah, the first week I was just beside myself with, I don't know, despair. <laughs> with deep deep-seated despair with the the kids being home all the time trying to do online schooling hearing the helicopters go over your house the news the news yeah 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 I remember uh when was that three months ago I don't know (laughs) how how many I literally don't I haven't kept track of how long we've been doing this um but has it been a month yet do you know that do not know. I mean, for the longest time today, I didn't even know what the day was. <laughs> My favorite was yesterday, all the Friday memes going around, like, because Friday doesn't mean shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drinking day. Oh, wait, they're all yeah, drinking days. Uh, just like, uh, just like Tuesday. Wednesday, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so where are you now with, with, quarantining and and your mental health and emotional oh, health. Oh, that's that's a good topic. I I mean, I think that the school load is just obscene and I don't know. I feel bad for um families where both parents work because it really is a full-time job. So I just let a lot of it go and I feel like if they get reading in, then that's good enough for me. So yeah, glad. and then um yes. Mental health, I did the first week have to call my psychiatrist and up my dosage of depression meds in the morning. And I haven't been sleeping very well because um, most of my family live in the UK and their numbers have really spiked and it's pretty much on par with Italy right now. So, So I'm really, every day I'm just like texting them and calling them and making sure they're okay and they're really annoyed with me because they're all fine. I think it's mainly happening in the, you know, in London. And none of my family live in London. So, um, right. Yeah. So that's, so I haven't been sleeping. How about you? And you already don't. I know. Um, I have been rolling with it. Right. Like, so honestly, um, there's, I, I recognize that there's nothing I can do about it, um, that I am inside of this situation that is bigger than 
uh, anything that we've probably ever gone through as a globe in 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 recorded history in recent history i don't i don't want to say i don't want to say any kind of like ultimate statement and i don't know really know what i'm talking totally. about but um <clears throat> so um so the key for me is we're all in the same boat so just be calm uh i'm i'm unemployed because i you know in, in the restaurant industry but there are so many people in the oh same yeah boat. so many so so just kind of going with the go. flow go with the flow the first couple of weeks i withdrew um as far as um responding to friends texts. i noticed that <laughs> yeah i i really went within i became like this introvert for a couple of weeks and i might still be in that a little bit but uh there was like this i i think what it is is that i my subconscious chose that because i didn't actively choose that to kind of protect my energy i think it's really um, interesting it, yeah um, my reaction was to do the exact opposite and just become really <laughs> extroverted, which is not super normal for me. Reaching out to everyone no. I know, people that I don't even know that well. I'm like Marco Poloing <laughs> everyone. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. completely the right. opposite. But it's yours is like completely understandable. Sure, 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 sure. And, and I think that any anything that seems out of character for anyone right now is understandable yeah you know um i've also been having weird dreams Ooh. like from the start um last night i had a dream that there was a white husky following me even when i was driving my car and uh i had to like put it in my car and take it back home um and and it was Dolly Parton's house and she does not keep a very clean house and there were no decorations it was just bare of of decorations and and kind of like minimal furniture and she she told me to put the dog in the fridge that that's where they that she puts the dogs and I wonder what that means I put it in the fridge. Also, um, in that dream, she had a baby. And Dolly Parton's never been pregnant or had a child um, in real life. But in my dream, she had a baby at her current age. And it was just like a normal, like, routine thing. Like, oh, there's my baby, you know, kind of thing. Um, I had a dream two nights ago that my best friend from high school, that I found her inside of a dryer full of like towels and blankets and when I opened the door she was smiling and giggling like she wanted to be in the dryer brother coffee is gonna hate this episode (laughs) because I'm talking about the dream um and so there's that and then uh in the first week I had a dream that my sis I was with my sister and we were out outside in in wherever, but among people during like an apocalyptic yeah. 
uh, thing. And she was sunburned so badly that I was worried she was going to die. So anyway. Wow. I haven't yeah. had any dreams. <laughs> I have been having some crazy dreams. Um, well, let's take a little break and then come back and uh, talk some more. Um, you had some specific things you wanted to talk about. I mean, right? yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, we'll be back after this little advertising. Welcome back. So I was, (laughs) I I want everyone to know, I didn't explain how any of this works to you. (laughs) No, you didn't. So you're like, when I, when I stopped recording the last segment, you were like, what did I do? What happened? I didn't do anything. Um, Yeah, we record in segments and then I re-invite you to record each segment. Um, So you when we were texting earlier, you said you wanted to talk about a couple of things. One was astrology versus science. And the other was the second coming. Yeah. Well, I mean, the second coming is fine, but I just, (laughs) it's fine. It's fine. So let me talk you through it. So, okay. When I was transitioning out of Mormonism and it was kind of a process, it was a long process. Oh yeah. I think that something inside me, didn't want to let go of the idea that I was special and had purpose and there was meaning. And so I really, really latched on to um, Eckhart Tolle. Do you know? I do. I've been listening to his, he's been posting videos since the pandemic. Has he? Well, he's just a darling. Yeah. So um, (laughs) isn't he wonderful? So wonderful. So I just um, really resonated with all of his teachings and latch onto them because I really felt the need to have some kind of spirituality. Uh-huh. And then of late, I just have been more of the going through more of a phase where nothing means anything and you make your own meaning uh-huh. um, instead of it coming from the universe or whatever. But since this, global pandemic. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I've been meditating every day. And I really do like the idea that the universe that you can manifest things into the universe, and then it comes back to you. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that is and so my whole thing, this is the whole thing. Okay. Um, I don't know whether it's just me wanting there to be something, because I don't just want to be like, you know, a satellite or if, um, if it's a real thing or if it doesn't matter. If what's a real thing, if like the power of the universe and, um, manifesting things is real. Oh, okay. Okay. And so I go back and forth because, you know, a lot of things about life you can explain through biology and science, but Uh then there's a part of it like personality and like making the choice to, you know, say something funny or move this way or that way that you can't like, can't be predicted necessarily. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess both can exist. Both, both narratives can exist, but I just think in terms of it being conference weekend, 
like a, a lot of people just really, really latch on to Mormonism because it gives you all of the answers and makes you feel like um, self-righteous and that feels good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. So those were my thoughts about that. And then just as far as the second coming, I think that it's really abhorrent that a lot of Mormons right now are almost inviting and welcoming this virus into their lives because they see it as a sign Yes, of things to come and the second coming, which is right. just, it's cult speak, right? Completely. Completely. I have seen posts of Mormons saying that the Lord sent this pandemic because of abortions and because of abortions, people transitioning medically. What? It, yeah. Yes. Because uh, just just because we have gone so far, we have we have strayed so far from from Jesus's light that he had to send this pandemic. And those two things specifically, I have seen referenced. Wow. Transgender people transitioning medically and abortion. So they think it's kind of like turning, you know, the pendulum back in their favor. (laughs) Right. 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 And then... I don't know if you saw this. I don't know if this was yesterday or the day before. I have no sense of time. Um, but there were some uh, tents, not not camping tents, but the kind of tents that's that you that just has the top covering, and then you can like sit under it and have a picnic. Oh yeah, there yeah. Were these, make the, these types of tents set up. Uh, in South Jordan, I want to say. That's where I live. Who, Ugh. Yeah. And for people who aren't familiar with uh, uh, Utah, that's in the Salt Lake Valley. It's, it's a, I guess you could call it a suburb of, of Salt Lake. Not, yeah, it's not about really. 40 minutes, 30, yeah, 40 yeah. minutes away from Salt Lake. Yeah. Um, there were several, and it was this family they had set up, um, and there was like maybe maybe 10-ish people under each tent and the under this post it was posted on social media and they were eating but the post on social media said we will gather if we want to hashtag fake pandemic I mean they said a lot more than that wow yeah Yes. Was it so? It was a family. Uh, yeah, like a family gathering, like um, extended family. I, I, I didn't look into it. I didn't like go into it because here's the thing: I get so triggered that I can't look too far into something. You know? Yeah, just like surfacey. So my yeah. in-laws' family, um, they are of the same mind, and they've um, been posting that it's hysteria and that it's not real and we need to research it more and it's interesting because when you read the posts they're so um descriptive 
that you could almost buy it except for it's not true. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and they say these things knowing that your husband could be deployed out to New York because of the very thing that. Oh yeah. Doing. I mean, other um, countries have them have their militaries dealing with the situation. I'm pretty sure that's the case in Spain. I'm sure they're going to be activated in England. Yeah. And so, you know, like just going to do that willy nilly. I listened the other day, I listened to an episode on This American Life that was talking about the situation in New York and it's just dire. I don't know. Well, you have a daughter that lives there. What's she saying? Oh, I know. So she's okay. So my daughter, who is 20, uh, my second child, she lives in Brooklyn, um, worked in Manhattan in the restaurant industry industry before everything shut down. Um, and she, so her roommate, she had a roommate that, that, that she shares a room and a bed with their best friends. So, uh, because that's all, you know, they could afford as soon as they like early on when they were telling people in New York to stay at home, when it was just like a please stay at home, please social distance. Her roommate hightailed it out here uh, to come home. Oh, interesting. To mom. Uh, my daughter was thinking about that, but didn't do anything to really make it happen. And so she has just been alone in her room with her cat. And I'm actually quite worried about her mental health. Um, she is, well, all my children have self-harmed, but she is the one that self-harmed the most chronically. Um, I, I don't think that's something that I really need to worry about. Uh, but I do. (laughs) Of course you do. Yeah. Um, she's, she's, you know, going on five weeks of this and, uh, and no end in sight. Right. 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 The one silver lining, and, and I may have mentioned this before uh, with when talking to Brother Coffee, um, is that her restaurant is a Ho- Jose Andreas restaurant, and he's giving all of his employees paid leave. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. Yes. Oh, I've, been seeing, I've been seeing posts on Facebook, too. Facebook is the devil. But um, I've been seeing posts where landlords have been sending out these letters saying your rent was past you is past you it was due on Wednesday (laughs) and they're you know landlords that own a bazillion properties and so really do they really need it do you know what I mean I I don't I don't know what the fuck to say about that kind of thing I know it's it's horrible it's beyond reproach yeah it really is i mean they of all people really don't need to have the money right now do you know what i mean they're so wealthy for the most part yeah yeah Yeah. especially the ones that have you know multiple buildings and exactly properties yeah yeah exactly it's Um, bringing out the this is bringing out the worst in people and also the best but a lot of really bad sure. stuff. 
sure. Um, before we go on, I want to say something about how it, it has brought out the best in some. But before I get into that, let's talk about like, so the law of attraction stuff, there actually is science to back that up. How so? Um, that like attracts like. That is... I thought that was a scriptural thing. Like attracts like? Yeah. Isn't that in the doctrine um, of covenants? I, I have no idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm writing that down to check that later. I thought it was. Uh, I thought that was just a scripture, scripture thing. Whoa. I have no memory of that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not in there. Uh, but yeah, no, there is some, there is science to back up law of attraction stuff. Um, and so that would be something interesting to kind of look into. It's not something that I could rattle off references right now because it's been a few years since I've looked into the science of it. Uh, but I wanted to mention that. And, uh, and then the going back to how the pandemic has brought out the best in people <clears throat> leslie jordan who is an actor who played beverly leslie in will and grace which is one of my favorite characters in tv of all time of all time has been posting on his instagram daily and sometimes multiple times a day and he is hilarious so that is a recommendation uh everyone check out leslie jordan's instagram um they usually start out with the camera right in his face you know he's got the phone like right in his face and he's like well shit y'all <laughs> and, and then he talks about how he painted his toes and each color represents something to do with the pandemic and then it's like, and then he ends the video with, aren't my toes pretty? <laughs> <laughs> he's this very, he's this like probably in his 60s, early 70s, and he's probably five foot two. Um, did you watch? No. Cindy? Oh, okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, so check that out. Uh, what, have you found anything? Well, I just think that Instagram in general is the place to go right now because I see the funny it's it's interesting there's rules that they inadvertently follow on each of the platforms like Facebook you can only really post serious sanitized things on Facebook or, or you'll be taken to task but the funny stuff yeah. is happening on Instagram right now like yes like the memes are I'm just living for memes right now and Completely. And like your Insta stories are always on fire. They always make me laugh. <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm just like, has she posted something else? Because I really want to see it and see what you're going to say. And then um, Twitter is just like, people are just saying whatever the hell without consequence. Like uh, it's more like stream of conscience. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's, so I think Instagram is really the place for me to be because every time I go on Facebook, I get, I feel really anxious. For some reason, I'm like, because I, I completely because agree. I just wonder, oh, have I said the wrong thing? Am I going to be like taken to task for it? Like everyone's being so serious on Facebook. But it's so funny because the people that are serious on Facebook can also be, you know, 
funny on Instagram. Right. It's just, it's like, it's like, it's like reading the room. It's reading like, the room. They feel like, yeah. They feel like if they're on Facebook, these are the kinds of posts they have to do. Yeah. I'm not into it. Yeah. Although my, yeah. my, um, the post that I made that's done the best in the past two weeks is the one where I said, where I said, who else has been drinking too much? Like everyone liked that one, but anything else I say, it's like, no, no. <laughs> Uh, you did, you did post something that I loved, which was, uh, well, let me pull it up so I can read it verbatim. Yeah. Tell me what I said. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) There you are. And scrolling there. Okay. Some people are doing important and significant things like my husband (laughs) today. I washed my hair. People didn't like that. <laughs> but then if we scroll down, uh, oh, you posted how grateful you were for your friends who work yeah, in grocery stores. That's true. Please treat them well. You got 116 oh my gosh. likes. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you posted the most adorable picture of your two kiddos. Got 92 <laughs> likes. I do well on Facebook. I don't know. And I- it causes me a lot of anxiety, but I do well on Facebook. I don't do well on Instagram. I'm an Instagram wannabe, but. So, well, I'm, I'm not finding the one about the drinking. It's a little bit further down because it was, it was the first week and I was pretty much drunk the whole time. Okay. Yeah. I, I, the one I just scrolled to is today I dot, dot, dot showered. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. 127 likes. Uh, oh, okay. There's the drinking too much. All you said was, who else has been drinking too much? You got 145 likes, 62 comments. Uh, one says, yeah, yeah, but who the fuck cares? The world is ending. I woke up so sick from so sick from drinking Friday night. Was that Brother Coffee? No. No, he's oh, not on that's Facebook. Right. Uh, three bottles of tequila isn't good. I'm working on eight bottles before the morning. Okay, that's everyone's wow. an alcoholic right alive? now. <laughs> how much? Someone said how much is too much. I don't see the end. <laughs> uh, fantastic. It's good content, right. but I do get anxious <laughs> about it. So, what are your what are some of your go to drinks? I think I probably know. Yeah. Can I guess? Red wine. Always. Uh, Mitchell's drinking. Oh shit! Oh, I just said fine. your husband's name. So. He doesn't listen. He's drinking. He's drinking beer and whiskey. Yeah, except I cut him off for whiskey. Brings out the <laughs> worst in him. Yeah, I poured half a bottle down the sink, and I was like, "This will not come into my house again." What? Because it's oh! not because he is not fun when he drinks whiskey. Okay. Well, good. First of all, good for you. Second of all, when was this? Um, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I don't know. It was after I it was after it during... I met you for coffee. Oh, okay, okay, oh, okay, okay. So it was before social distancing. Oh yeah. Oh okay. And has he? He hasn't picked it no, back no, up. No, no, no. No, I won't let him take it into the house. So he's just yeah. drinking beer. 
Yeah. Okay. How much? No, yeah. I only let him see. It sounds like I'm just a total <laughs> bitch, but I'm only letting him drink three. <laughs> Do you like have a dry erase board? No, I just keep, keep like, tabs on eating? it because usually we're just like watching TV. And <laughs> so I can see we're like watching TV and, and you know, I'm getting excited by the women. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our days. I've been staying up until about 3 a.m. every night watching TV. I mean, yeah. That, I think a lot yeah. of us are doing that. I have a friend who is who who is doubling down on structure what like he is he is still going to bed at the same time he's still getting up to do his meditation and his writing and and it's just he has been doubling down on trying to keep things uh status quo yeah (laughs) uh so when mitch so you guys are watching a show and you take note that he is drinking beer mm-hmm. number one. Do you, do you say anything or you just keep a mental note? No, I just kind of say, this is making me sound psychotic, but that, I'll say um, <laughs> after his third, I'll be like, well, that was your third. <laughs> <laughs> Last maniacally. Oh my gosh. I mean, do you put a check so- on yourself? Um, I, uh, don't feel great anymore when yeah, I drink same. too much. Like even, yeah. Do you think it's because so, we're about to enter and menopause? Mean, like what happened? I, it's something like that. It has to be, uh, but, or, or the inversion in, um, Salt Lake, but, um, that was a joke. I'm uh, like, oh, so, that's, that's a really good connection. <laughs> but wait, I want to say something about menopause. I'm listening to oh. Come As You Are. Okay. Yeah, that was recommended by you. And um, there's a part in the book where she says, she's talking about squirting. And then um, she's... Say that again. It was... Well, I lowered my voice because the kids. Um, Squirting. And then um, she said that there have been women that after they go through menopause, they weren't able to. And then after they can. Like when they orgasm or just well, she didn't clarify that part. Like, I'm not entirely sure if it is an orgasm or if it's something else. Right. Sorry. I just like derailed the whole combo. You can go back to what you were talking about. No, it's fine. No, this is important content. I don't see. See, I, I, I've read stuff that says that squirting is not in association with orgasm. That it's a separate thing. But then, having said that, I, I have had women reach out to me and tell me that they squirt. Oh, interesting. So she says in the book that man, um, men and women are, they have the same parts. They're just organized differently. And so because they're organized yes. differently in some women, they have similar things to men. And so they have like a glance up against the urethra and that's what causes it. Like that they have. Uh-huh. I think she says, I could be totally slaughtering this, but enlarged glands. And she says that it's only a small percentage of people that do and like not to put too much judgment on whether you do or you don't. 
I love that. I love. Uh, and the thing that I love the most about the book so far is that she's just like, your stuff down there is beautiful. Everyone looks differently. And um, you just really need to take a mirror and fall in love with it. Yes. I actually said to someone today that I love, I love my pussy so much that I want to write a Do poem it. about her. I think that's wonderful. Well, I, well, I don't have a master's degree. I was wondering if you would write it for me. I almost just, I almost I'll send you a picture. My Dr. Pepper when you said that. <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding. Anybody can write poetry. Um, but, uh, I really love it. Like I was touching. You do today. have a good one though. Yeah. Yeah. You, you sent me a picture. picture. Mine is a little bit more flappy, which I'm learning to be okay with. I think that most women have. Yeah. And I think that in porn, I whisper when I don't want to yell, um, in porn, <laughs> like they, um, their airbrush one, but then also they've had surgically, they've, what am I trying to say? They've been surgically modified. Yeah. Plastic surgery. <laughs> that was exhausting because they couldn't figure out how to say it. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I can't remember if they call it vaginoplasty or mm -hmm. vulvoplasty. And so they basically, they basically Labioplasty. shave off the, the Ooh. flap, the flappage. <laughs> And make it all tight because oh! that's, you know, that's what we're exposed to. And so that's what other people feel like they should look like and what's beautiful. So what they really need to do is just I... show more of an array. Yeah, they do. It's... They really do. I feel I... the same way about um... skinny women in TV. I'm like, can you please show someone that's more normal looking so that we can change our, you know, what's beautiful? I know right. the God, whole paradigm. Exhausting. Yeah, I think we're. I think we're getting there. Or let me rephrase. I think we're starting. I don't know. I haven't seen there. anything. Not recently, apart from Shrill. Hmm. Yeah, I would have to think, and then make a list because nothing's coming to the top of my mind. Top of top mind. Top of mind, as you would probably <laughs> That's say. That's the Irish. <laughs> top of the morning. <laughs> <laughs> remember when remember when brother coffee was like i can do scottish and then he totally was speaking in irish for like 20 minutes Irish. and then every time you guys do an english accent on the show i die <laughs> <laughs> when i was doing that when we had philip seymour hoffman on Brother Coffee kept going, stop it, quit it. And like hitting my arm, quit it. <laughs> but I love I it though. Really it's so funny. It. I'm really good at it. Um, well, wh where are we? Oh, we okay. need to publish uh, because the afternoon session Have you, but really quick, have you ago. heard anything? Have they made any outrageous, outlandish remarks? I will tell you the one thing that was shared with me so far from a gentle listener and he said i am listening to conference and the gaslighting and selective history and cringe are oh. cranked up to an 11. i literally just heard a pathetic attempt to convince women you're oh cindy you're going to love this so much i literally just heard a pathetic attempt to convince women that they have 
the priesthood power already contingent upon consistent temple. So they just completely turned the narrative inside out. Like it's been there all along and you little dum-dums didn't know what was happening. Right. They, they turned it inside. They They shaved off the flappy labia. And they bleached it. (laughs) They bleached it white. And then they shaved it down. They didn't even donut. They didn't even no. donate the parts they shaved off no. to, to. They waxed it dry. They waxed it dry, and then, <laughs> and then they were like this. <laughs> and then, <laughs> go to the temple and get your priesthood. What the All right. fuck? All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna end it here so I can publish. Gentle listeners, tomorrow we have one scheduled for 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time that we'll post. And then for the 2 p.m. final session, uh Brother Coffee and I will be doing live Great. Instagram. Tell okay, your bye. friends. <laughs>